the right place So take a step back before I get all up in your face I know you got to live, you know I got mine But there's like 50 yeah. other dudes holding on the phone line Your voice will be heard, sir Next caller, please And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree We're talking fantasies, sports, and Not even hearing you now. Are you kidding? Hello. Excuse me. You. You're breaking up terrible. I don't know what you're saying. I I just heard the last thing you said. I'm pissed. Nothing before that. You still there? Hello. Here, we're just saying. Unbelievable. Heard heard the music. Didn't hear you. Don't hear you at all. Just text a message to you if you need to. 
text me back and let me know what's going on. Don't know what to say. Don't know what to say. Well, I'll keep talking. Yeah, I understand you tell me to keep talking, but uh, I guess that I don't hear you. And uh, I I know that you are kicking, royally kicking my butt in fantasy uh, baseball. My uh, team, including my pitchers, have not been doing well the last two weeks. For some reason, uh, they decided to go on vacation for the last two weeks. And uh, um, I'm paying a price for it. Last week, I, I barely got beat. This week, it looks like I'm going to get trounced, unfortunately, by Mr. FSP um, after completing that trade. First bad outing of the pitcher you traded to me happened to go a day or two ago. Lucky me. Giancarlo decides to go into a mini slump. Lucky me. And uh, you've been benefiting from Hamill, who pitched a very good game. I think it was one of his best games this season. And uh, um, Brandon Phillips is is holding his own. It's not bad. not overly excitable. But um, overall, right now, the the trade, quite naturally, you got four for three. And uh, uh, Mr. Wainwright didn't look like he pitched too well. Um, but uh, your team is having a, a pretty very, I would say pretty, a very good week versus my team going in the exact opposite direction. Now, it happens. Um, uh, my, the potential on my team is there, uh, but you can't win on potential. they got to produce on the field, and they haven't been doing that lately. Um Scherzer had a monster um, game, 20 strikeouts. That's a quarter of the strikeouts that you have right now. Um, it is what it is. Uh, you'll probably be one of the top uh, leaders in strikeouts this week. Uh, <clears throat> and maybe surpass me in that category. I haven't really looked at it that, that closely on our side bet, on our side uh, um, uh Wagers or whatever, and uh, but I'm still I think I'm still leading in home runs, even though you you got me in home runs this week, but I'm still leading overall in home runs. Okay, you you calling? And I'm okay. If you okay, well we'll see what happens here with this calling. If he comes back, um, and we can um, resume resume the conversation. Hope you know I'm not on the board. I'm I'm just sitting in at the caller. Um and uh it is what it is. Um surprisingly enough, Mr. FSP like he's going to beat me this week. Um, and it is what it is. I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to be humble. I'll tell you that right now. Humbleness is not in my vocabulary. 
Um, so even though um, I'm anything but Mr. FSP, uh, Mr. FSP is uh, going to thoroughly smack my behind. Now, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about, and I don't know if it's um, now or I'm not really blindsided when I'm saying this to him. I don't know if he st- he can hear me or not. But what I wanted to do, I have a sh- we have a show on Thursday called the FSP Crew Show. I think I'm going to change your name. I think I'm going to change your name to the crew and go with that. And uh, just felt that I wanted to drop the FSP. No offense to Mr. FSP, but uh, wanted to just have just Instead of FSP crew, crew, the crew, the crew. <clears throat> so, and my head is spinning because you have more issues <clears throat> on this show. But that's okay because I'm I'm here and and uh, we'll get well, through this. We, we're going to get through it because I, I, I got it fixed. And uh, unfortunately, the mics I have, they work. But for whatever reason, they don't want to sound good on air. I have no idea. They were working perfectly uh, before I started this show. I don't think they want to work with Blog Talk Radio. I don't know. No, that whatever. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know it doesn't, but it it does. That's that's what happened. Uh, I got headsets. I got a a standalone mic. I got all types of things. But anyway, let's get back okay. to me whooping your butt in fantasy and why you want to remove FSP. <laughs> sure, sure. I see it. That that that, 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 that is not kosher. That is not what's kosher. Not kosher? But we, what's not kosher? Removing the FSP, but why? whooping your butt is always kosher. Oh well, I figured that, but but why isn't that kosher? I wanted to shorten it to make it the crew. Okay, the, but the crew because I'm not on there, huh? No, it's not. It's not your. Well, let me put it this way. It's not your show. It's it's the crew show. So I want to make it the crew. Mm. Come on, man. We you got to be a little bit more... Uh, okay, i tell you what. i tell you what. i tell you what. You make a miraculous comeback, and it's all yours. That is, that's, <laughs> not happening. that's not happening. I created the show oh, in the first it. place. I'm glad, I am so glad you can admit that you are not going to come back and beat me. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, He's only winning one, maybe two categories out of 20. Out of 20. We're going to build a wall. Let me tell you, We're going to build a something. really big wall, let me, let me, and Jerry's going to pay me, for it. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, <laughs> you tell you something right now. With the trade. Before, before the weekend is over, I'm... I'm <laughs> you like that, you don't know what it is. You don't know what happened on this end. My uh, uh, my older sister said, "If I need her, just let her know." 
<laughs> That's right. That's right. Let's go, Victoria. Let's go, Victoria. That, that's your older sister, right, Victoria? Yeah. What would you say? I said What'd your you older say? sister is Victor. Her name is Victoria, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, and what yes. did you say? Let's go. Is that what you said? Let's go. I said, let's go, Victoria. <laughs> she hears every word you're saying now, because I got you on speaker. Hey, it, it's all good. It's all good. Listen now, you you talk about my little Jeremiah. Victoria is a, a beautiful, beautiful name because that's my oldest daughter's name. And because Victor's in there, it it's always a winner. I don't know about Jerry Taylor's, but, oh, boy. you know. You're so full of yourself. No, I'm not. I didn't hear it. I heard her yell something. But it's all good. You heard what she said, right? No, I didn't. What'd she say? You, she, you need to stop hanging out with those Koreans. <laughs> stop being racist. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It runs in the family. It runs in the family. No, anyway. You're you talking a whole bunch of smacking and, and jumping up in my face here. So. Well, I don't got to yeah. jump. You got to jump off the couch, shorty. Come on, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, you're uh, getting your butt whooped. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. That's a, that's a wonderful topic. What I was going to say is this. What I was going to say is this. And I can almost guarantee it from when I'm looking at the categories, and at least a half a dozen of them, half a dozen of them are pretty close. I'm going to at least get five or six out of this, which is not saying much, but I'm going to at least get five or six out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to so, I'm going to at least get five or six out of this contest. Trust me. Uh, and that's, okay. like I said, not saying much because uh, it, it, it looks very bad right now. Extremely bad. And and if you long. have been listening to me, if you have been listening to me, other than trying to scramble around with your whatever stupid mics you have, hey, that you would have heard me say that uh, it's a perfect, basically a perfect storm. Your team, including the guys I traded to you, are doing well, um, and uh, the exact opposite is happening, not with the, just the guys uh, we traded, but with my whole team. For the last two weeks, they have not been performing um, well at all, and it's a perfect storm. And that's why this probably could go down to as my worst defeat to date. So it is what it is, because I'm usually competitive. I'm usually uh, uh, right there, either winning by two or three categories or losing. Until now, um, and it just it just happens. It happens. It's early. It's what week seven, week six, whatever it is. So week it happens. Six. So my my hats off to you. But I had also said earlier when you were tra- scrambling with your mics that um, you know I'm not going to be humble. You know I'm not going there. You know that whatever happens happens. But you know I'm getting beat. I'm getting my butt whooped. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'll readily admit that, but it's only one week, and we have to meet again sometime before the season's out. That's all I got to say, my man. Well, you know, I'll tell you, because you're trying to talk big because you're so short, and your big sister's oh, in the room. There we go. There know. we go. I, I, I'm just going to tell you right now that okay. – uh, it's a wonderful life you live, 
unfortunately, it's misguided because you think you're going to come back and win. That's no, not going to happen. No, no, no. Win. I know. Listen, listen, I'm not talking about this week. We all know you're going to lose this week. You think you're going to come back and, and beat me in our next uh, visit or our next matchup. No doubt. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you. You know, right now I'm at the bottom of the league. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Uh, uh. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. We about to come up. And I, I'm going to tell you, I, I wasn't a believer. I wasn't a believer in your rhetoric because you had big-time rhetoric about, you know, how Tulo and and, uh, and Bautista's going to turn around. Well, Tulo's turning it around. Bautista, I know that. not so much so. However, he's in the contract here. He's going to turn it around. Trust yeah. me, he's in the contract here. He will turn it around. He wants to be but a I'll big tell you, I'll tell you that, you know, I'm not a big fan of his. Um, I'm not. But I'm going to go replace you at number five after this week. You're going to tumble down to probably number 10 where I am. And uh, you're going to stay there. And I'm, even... I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep climbing to the top, you know. I'm gonna keep climbing to the top. Although I do think Lloyd's team is pretty daggone good, um, which is Tampa Bay, and uh, there are a few other teams that I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad I got what I got because now, each one of my pitchers, to include Max Scherzer and his 20 strikeouts this past week, um. They're going to get me close, very close to double-digit strikeouts each outing, whether they win or lose. So I'm creeping on to come up on that. Um, I'm leading the steals category. I'm number two in home runs. These are for our secondary uh, challenges, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because we have our you know regular head-to-head matchups and stuff like that. But I'm actually borrowing – this idea from a different league that I'm in. And I think it's a very, very good idea. Um, They do it over three leagues. So not just one league, but three leagues of 20 teams have the option to uh, do these uh, different categories, which I I find it uh, very interesting, very competitive. And I'm going to do something like this for football when football season starts. It's already here. But uh, once we get into actual football, we're going to do these side challenges. Um, Excuse me. But uh, I didn't even want to talk about this just yet, but Jerry brought it up, so I'm glad he did. Um, His shaming shall continue, just like Cersei walking from the monastery. Shame, shame, shame. Are you there, Jerry? Have you been watching it? Um, actually, I've been trying to watch it. Uh, it comes on at midnight Saturday, uh, last week's episode, and then Monday morning at midnight, uh, the new episode comes on. So, and you know how I am. I'm in bed already, but I'm trying to get up. It's either I watch Game of Thrones and miss this show, or, I mean, and... I watch Game of Thrones and don't do PT Monday morning. Uh, or I just try to catch it on a website, which I'm going to try to do. But uh, with that being you said. You have HBO, right? 
No, we don't have HBO over here. We did at one point, but uh, the contract changed over. So now I'm able to get Showtime. I'm able to get the movie channel and stars. Um, then how do you, you watch him? Uh, we we are able to get that through our regular TV service. Oh. That's AFN. HBO. I know. Okay. Real quick, ladies and gentlemen, I got to explain something to my co-host. Because uh, I know back in the day when he was enlisted, they still used tin cans to communicate. Um, it worked. So, yeah, maybe. So, what happened is... Have you ever tried it? The the way you you ever tried it? Obviously, you hadn't. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Okay. As a kid. But, you know, not not for service. But, anyway, um, the way it works is uh, we contract with various uh, companies to procure various content. Okay. And what happens is uh, there's an agreement made that, okay, this, that, and the third will be allowed um, long as it is not recorded and stuff like that. So we over here are not able to record TV. It, really? A DVR will, yeah, a DVR over here will not work. It, it will not work. Even wow. if you have a digital box, it will not work. So that's part of an agreement. Wow. Huh? Wow. So, for instance, you know how like Straight Outta Compton isn't wasn't even on DVD yet. Well, we right. had it. We had it available to us on our regular TV. Uh, I think two or three weeks before it came out on video. Okay. Um, or DVD. It's part mm-hmm. of an, an agreement that we make. Um, my career field. So, we're able to uh, provide that service. To anybody across the world But um, Anyway Let's move on Because I want to talk about uh, The NBA playoffs You know I, I, I defeated you Or I am defeating you And shaming you like Cersei That's where I was going with this And uh, I, I, I'm quite sure That I am not the only one Who is extremely surprised That the uh, Spurs were eliminated by OKC, um, and the way they were eliminated by OKC, uh, I would say they did not play their style of ball, which is slow the game down. Uh, excuse me, and play half court offense. I, I saw a lot of running from OKC. Off of missed shots from um, from the Spurs, and that's not typical of a Spurs team. You know, uh, Popovich was a or is a very strong defensive-minded coach, and mm-hmm. keeping scores very low is something that the Spurs do or did. You know, uh, Leonard is a defensive. Guy that can score the ball when he needs to. Aldridge is a uh, prolific scorer when he wants to be. Uh, but the thing is, 
Tim Duncan, not what he used to be. Everybody understands that. The changing of the guard between him and Aldridge, got it. But that's not the issue, or was not the issue that I saw in that uh, Western Conference uh, quarterfinal matchup or, or semifinal matchup. Um, Tony Parker, Mano Ginobili, there's no real backup for those two. Patty Mills is not the future point guard for the Spurs. Um, Gallin, not Gallinari, um, uh, Danny Green, who's a shooting guard slash small forward, he's not a um, he's not a starting player. He's a very good role player. And then you're left with the rest of the team. I, I didn't see a Spurs team that was uh, as dominant as they were during the uh, the regular season. You know, conversely, Steph Curry comes back and starts hitting on all cylinders, and Golden State looks stronger uh, now than they did. Uh, before Steph got hurt. So, JT, what did you see in these Western Conference Finals? And are you surprised at how uh, the Spurs were eliminated from the Western Conference playoffs? I'm surprised, but not surprised. Uh, the reason saying is because the <sighs> looks like o- Oklahoma City um, and the coach finally woke up. Uh, finally realized what they needed to do and uh, became a lot more athletic, much smarter in the fourth quarter. Um, speed, it kills, and I, I think that's one of the things that they used against the Spurs, who, like you stated, is an older team and a slower team than the Thunder. Uh, so the best move for them was to push the ball up and prevent Oklahoma excuse me, prevent um, uh, the Spurs getting into their defense uh, on a consistent basis. Plus the fact is they they couldn't make shots when when it counted, Um, and it showed quite a bit. And uh, I am surprised because I thought the Spurs had one more shot to get to the finals in them or get to at least the Western Conference Finals in them. Um, but um, it seems like, I wouldn't say they've grown up, but, but I would say in some ways that Westbrook has grown up and, and matured and become a better distributor. Um, and knowing the, the game situations than he has in the past, and it it helped quite naturally. Um, going up against the Warriors, I think it's it, it, Oklahoma played the Warriors three times this, this year, this season. I think it's three times, and they uh, haven't beat them yet. And in most all the games have been close. I don't think the uh, Thunder are going back to the finals. I still think stick with the uh, Warriors. The Warriors are on a mission. They won 73 games. Steph is the two-time MVP. And they want to hush 
or quiet or smash it up in, in all the critics' faces that what happened with, with last year happened last year wasn't a, a anomaly. It's uh, something that whether whether they had I'm talking about Cleveland whether they had uh, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving or not they still would have beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I think the Warriors are clearly waiting for the uh, Thunder. It's going to be an exciting series because both these guys, both these teams are very athletic. And, uh, uh, but I think because they have a home court advantage and Warriors are far and away a better team than they were last year, that they uh, are going to the finals. I'm up here trying to I'm trying to work with my other microphone to see if you can hear me, but I guess not. So I'll just dump that. Um I'll tell you that from what I can I can view on um the games because you know the games come on live while I'm at work. So it's not like I can just go ahead and, and um you know, uh, scream and shout at the TV, even mm-hmm. though sometimes I do. Uh, when I got a chance to glance up, what I saw was a Westbrook on a mission. Mm-hmm. You know, he is no longer looking to get other people involved. The only person he's trying to get involved is KD. And I can understand that. Then, what I also saw was that some of their other players, I think not Curtis uh, Ener or Enner or something like that, uh, what I saw was people like him stepping up and playing defense and scoring the ball. You know how uh, Serge Chewbacca is their um, you know, rebounder, defensive guy? Well, mm-hmm. I saw a couple of the other players decide uh, it's not just going to be him. It's not. It's going to be uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything to to steal from uh, your commercial. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, for some reason, for some reason, I think it's going to be a competitive series. I really think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be maybe a six-game series instead of a seven. I mean, instead of a five-game series, like you know they just had with Portland. Um, I think it's going to be the Golden State Warriors. That is, I think the Golden State is going to win it and eventually play the the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are resting right now as uh, Toronto. And the Heat go at it. Now, this is an interesting situation as we switch to the East. Toronto is going to be without Varishunas, who's a very good uh, defensive and uh, rebounding guy for for the Raptors, and he can score the ball. So they use, they've been using Biombo, who is – I can't get his full name. I, I really can't. Uh, but Biombo is a young guy who can crash the boards 
and score when he's on point. When he's not on point, he's a waste of space out there. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Kyle Lowry and uh, Dozier or DeRozier, they tend to just freaking fall away and go somewhere during the playoffs. But McCullum has uh, – not McCullum because uh, he plays for Portland. But uh, Lowry, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where he's been. But he's been doing just enough to keep Toronto relevant. They should have won the last game. But Dwayne Wade and, and Drogic and uh, Joe Johnson and a few others decided – and we're not gonna we're not going out like Willie Lump Lump. But let's just let's just do this for for hypothesis sake. Can Toronto with uh Verisonis back or Biombo, don't matter, can they beat Cleveland in a seven game series to yeah. go face who I believe will be the eventual champions, Golden State Warriors, the dubs? No. I don't think you know something. Um, I watched a game, the last game that uh, Toronto lost. Not this past game. I'm sorry. The the uh, two, three games ago. I think they lost the uh, game uh, three. I think it was game three, if I'm not mistaken. Um, whatever game it was. Um, the game before this, they lost. And it, it was the game that Kyle Lowry had fouled out, and they went to overtime. And they were completely lost, completely lost, which tells me that the team is a very fragile and um, fragile team, especially in crunch time, against a very experienced team in the heat um, with key players that have been to the mountaintop in the NBA, NBA championship. Uh, I know they're playing at home. I know they uh, uh, there's a strong possibility that they may win it because they're playing at home uh, against the Heat. But if Toronto goes plays the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, I don't see it going past five. I hate to say it like that. I don't see it going past five. I don't think that they are emotionally equipped to play the Cleveland Cavaliers um, in the seven-game series and take it to the brink, take it to seven. I'd be surprised if they take it to six. Um, for the simple fact is the X factor, which is LeBron James. Um, and then you got uh, Ky- uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Um, Toronto doesn't have the players to match up with that. They do not have the players to match up um with those with those three players, and I'm not, I'm, and that's just counting the other players that that can step up at any time. So no, I it, it for all intents and purposes, I don't think Miami has it either. Even though the Miami has the experience, I don't think they have the firepower to be able to play a seven game series and come out on top. So especially with a team that hasn't lost a playoff game at all this year in, in the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're oh, uh, they're in the loss column, they're 0 for. No losses yet. Now, who's to say if they're going to lose again? 
Uh, I'm giving them at least one loss. Two, I'd be extremely surprised. They're more likely to lose twice against the Heat versus the Toronto Raptors, uh, who's a very young team, like I said, very inexperienced team, and have never been to where they've been if they get past the Heat to the Eastern Conference Finals. And, and in fact, they've had a hard time getting past the uh, first round. So they're in uncharted waters right now. And when you're in uncharted waters, I don't expect them to take that next step until next year, not this year. Are you with me? All right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Again, I was testing something. But uh, it is what it is. This microphone is... Okay. Dude, so anyway. I don't know what you're doing, man. I don't know what you're doing. I, I have no idea what you're doing. Are you? Is well, it a listen, USB? You plug it directly into your laptop, I've got, or I've got two USBs. Then I have uh, a headset that you know that has uh, a jack for the earbuds as well as the mic, and I can hear you perfectly on that. But you can't hear me when I speak through the mic. Uh, you said that my other microphone which was freaking brand new and that's what i was hearing i couldn't hear it maybe i was just any close or something no that shouldn't make a difference uh well that one was supposed to be good i hate to be doing this on the air but i'll do it on the air anyway have you made test yes of course i have no no i'm talking about test Listen to what I'm saying before you before you speak. Have a little yes, patience. Yes, have a little patience, Grasshopper. <laughs> have you tried a test show? No, I did not try a test show, but I did make oh. test calls, and that's yeah. why I was like, okay, well, that was. I should have probably did a test show, but it's all good. I mean, I, I've got my phone. I've got minutes. Because um, calling back there costs a little bit, but it's all good. Um, so anyway, um, I got to tell you, your analysis of the Toronto Raptors and stuff like that, I can agree with you on it, on the fact that um, I think Toronto in a year or two might be able to give Cleveland, if Cleveland's together in a year or two, uh a little run for their money because right now they're just inconsistent. Yeah, it's very, very and it's not even a matter of, huh? That's that's indicative of a young team. Yeah. And and that's what I was going to say, but I also think they need to have a dominant big man. Vesionis is a very qualified big man, but he's not that, I'm going to just go up and grab rebounds. I'm going to just go up and, you know, carve out my space down low. Because Lowry and DeRozier were shooting awful, awful during the playoffs. And they're they're finding ways to win. Um, Just imagine if some of those shots were landing or somebody was getting some offensive rebounds. It, 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 It would have been a different story. It wouldn't just be Cleveland at undefeated in the playoffs, it would be um, also Toronto until they met. Now, 
honestly think that that Cleveland is finding itself, though they're a little banged up. They are a little banged up. Uh, well, they've had plenty, and, they have plenty of time to rest, man. Well, yeah, plenty of yeah, time. That's what I'm saying. That's what I, that's what I was getting to. The fact that um, there's a game seven between uh, Miami and Toronto, and Cleveland series has been over almost a week now. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's pretty good because to me, I'm thinking LeBron James is going to ask a whole bunch of questions about whether he's going to stay or not, whether he's going to opt out or not. Kevin Love doesn't seem like he's happy, but he's on his way to another Finals. Will they win a when they will they win a title? I don't think so. Kyrie Irving is doing well, um, and he could be the X factor that they need uh, when they go against the uh, the Dubs, the Golden State Warriors. Now, I want to fast forward a little bit in time, and let's say Cleveland and the Dubs do play, and Cleveland does not win. What then happens to the Cleveland Cavaliers? Do they dismantle or do they go again? Are they going to say Tyron Lue is not the answer and blame it on uh, on uh, Blotch, even though Blotch hasn't been there for, what, three quarters of the season? Uh, where do they go? Or is it put back on, on, um, on, on LeBron's shoulders as not being able to come through? JT, uh, it's it's put back on 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 LeBron. LeBron is, is the name there, so if if it doesn't happen, it's all on LeBron, and especially from what it, the comments he made the other the other day after the uh, um, unanimous decision to give Steph Curry the MVP, uh, when he I miss, said I that his, I missed his comments. What did he say? The comments, the comments was this, and I'm paraphrasing here. He's deserving of the, of the, of the uh, MVP, unanimous MVP, um, because of the numbers he put up, including the the, uh, the winning that his team had put up. Uh, so he's deserving of the uh, MVP award, but he put it like this. If you if you give an award to the best player, but is he the, basically he was saying is he the va- most valuable valuable player, and that's like a kind of like a backhanded slap saying he may be the best player this year, but is he the most viable player? Um, so and and you you, you got to believe that the um, Golden State Warriors can't wait to get LeBron a, with a full team, Re- regardless of what side you fall on LeBron's or or Steph Curry's side. This is the m- matchup everybody wants to see. But the simple fact is, it's been uh, basically. No respect, or or, or um, a lack of respect, or just a bit of of respect not given to the Warriors for 
in quotation marks, a hollow championship for the simple fact, like I alluded earlier, Kevin Love and uh, Kyrie Irving weren't on the Cleveland Cleveland, um, Cavaliers, so it wasn't a full staff. So LeBron was basically by himself trying to um, beat the the Warriors and did a damn good job of trying – of coming close, but no cigar. Uh, and I think that the Cleveland, Ca- Cleveland Cavaliers, including LeBron James in his subtle way of saying it, um, it, it'll be a different story if we get back to the championship playing Cleveland as long as we're, we're all healthy. And on the other end, uh, the Golden State Warriors wanted to make a point into this year that it wasn't a fluke, uh, and I think they did that within the 73 games, winning the first 24, um, and not having a defeat in the first 24, and are chomping at the proverbial bit without looking past their next opponent, which is the Thunder, of playing the Cleveland Cavaliers in the championship and making the point that, yeah, you, you, you didn't have two players that could have helped you, but it wouldn't have made a difference. And we're going to show you if you come and meet us in, in the finals this year. Well, <laughs> I think, quite honestly, and and this is going to sound real stupid, but if you think about it, it's not. Where does Anderson Verizal play now? He plays with Golden he, State. Right. Anderson Verizal... Um, is no slouch, right? So Golden State went out and said, Festus Azili, who is who was a a big part of their championship run last year, because Andrew Bogut was in and out of the lineup, and Festus was rather young and and really raw. Uh, he's he's come on. Festus Azili has come on. He's not that that dominant dude. But he's becoming more of an offensive threat, and he's becoming a block, uh, a ball uh, blocker, uh, and he's worked on his free throws. Maurice Spate, this guy, for listen, I like him. You know, got to see him when I was out in California last year and all that. Mm-hmm. He's not a bum. But he's not somebody I'm worried about. But he's shooting threes now and making them. So he's like, he's a splash stepbrother. I'm surprised by that. Then, as I say, you got Andrew Bogut, a very good uh, defensive player who can get boards and score when need be. Not physical, not physical, but he's a finesser. And then you got Anderson Verizal in the mix, is an acrobat at his height. He can make some circus, you know, plays uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, not so much so. But he's a scorer. That's three big dudes, right? I'm listening. You partner with, huh? I'm listening, go ahead. You partner that with Draymond Green, okay, who can actually run point guard as well as – power forward and center and shoot the ball 
You also have Iguadala, who can pretty much body, uh, you know, body type, I should say, LeBron James. He's not going to stop him. He is not going to stop him. Don't, let's 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 keep that one hundred. He's not going to stop him. But he can keep his defensive presence on him. Now we go to the shooting guards. This is where it gets interesting. Clay is six seven, six eight. Okay? Clay six seven, six eight. Iman Shumpert, J.R. Reed, and I forget who their other shooting guard is. LeBron James. Okay, let's put LeBron there. Let's say LeBron covers Clay on the defensive side. Clay can still shoot Jays in his face. And he stepped up big time when, you know, uh when Steph was, was down. He stepped up and he just started shooting. And he started making them. But that means Kyrie, who's a good defensive player but not a very good defensive player, has to stay with Steph Curry. Steph added well, Steph added something to his, his repertoire. He's driving to the bucket a lot more. He's just not settling for jump shots. If you saw in, during the playoffs when he, against Houston, yes, he was shooting jumpers, but he drove to the bucket a lot more. And when he came back in the last series for the last two games, his first shot was jumper. He went to the hole and made some layups. So Kyrie is fast enough to stay with him. Got it. But if Kyrie falls in love with, okay, Steph is going to be a jump shooter from distance, he's going to get mistaken. And he's going to get blown right by. Does that mean that Steph's going to get some hard fouls? Yeah, I think it's going to happen, especially when he has a banged-up knee and a banged-up ankle. But he's back a little bit. But, you know, I I think it's going to be a physical war there. Uh, But Kevin Love, Kevin Love and Draymond Green, in my opinion, will be the matchup that decides that championship. I really think so. I really think that Draymond Green's ability to play defense on Kevin Love, because for, for whatever reason, Cleveland has decided, Love is going to stay out on the three-point line. All of them are going to shoot threes. And they've, they've done pretty well uh, this postseason shooting threes Cleveland has. But Kevin Love is not going to go down low where he can be successful, in my opinion, and has proven to be successful. He and Draymond Green down low will be the deciding factor when and if both Cleveland and uh Golden State face each other in the championship again. Uh, all I can tell you is I'm not a big basketball fan, and you know this, JT. You know my sport and my love is football. But living out in California over the past three years and have an opportunity to go to the games and work the games uh, with Golden State, I- I've become a-, a little bit of a basketball fan. And I become a Dubs fan, and you know I I still love my Wizards, 
and everything, but my family, they're they're Golden State fans. They're Steph Curry fans, you know. Uh, I think I sent you the picture that I had last year when I was um, right by the MVP trophy. I mean, literally right by the MVP trophy. And um, just having those experiences, it's like, it's hard for me not to root for the Golden State Warriors and believe in them after seeing how hard they work and and the stuff that they do close up. You know, I'm never going to be a Raider fan, especially after Marcus Allen did what he did to my skins in the Super Bowl. But, you know, the fans out there are, are pretty rabid and, and crazy. So uh, Oakland is a, a very nice place for the sports fan. And I'm going to say fan. I'm not going to say a nice place to live because there are some bad areas in Oakland. But it, it's people there are at least, they keep it 100, as they say in the streets with these kids. I'll tell you that much. But I'm going to transition into a a, a football frame of mind because uh, we got, what, 34 minutes left alive there. Have you heard about this rumor, ladies and gentlemen? Have you heard about the rumor that San Diego, the Chargers, are considering moving to the East Coast to Alabama? I haven't heard about that one. Yeah. It was I'm not sure if it was a hoax or not. But uh I think it was the Beast that had it. Beast dot com had an article where it was talking about uh San Diego considering moving to Alabama because they have not decided to move into the new facility with uh St. Louis or not St. Louis with the Rams. <clears throat> now Oakland was supposed to do it, but Oakland has committed over half a billion dollars to Las Vegas to be the first team to go and, you know, have a franchise in Las Vegas. And you know what? It wouldn't be no different than Oakland. Las Vegas is just like Oakland, uh, except they got the strip. I, I'm, be, I'm being 100%. Uh, when I went to Vegas and we drove around near UNLV, I thought I was back in southeast D.C. I'm not even joking. I thought I was in southeast D.C., Prior to them putting the stadium there. And it, it was like that. So the Raiders going to Vegas is, is that wouldn't be an issue at all, I don't think. But the, the story goes that uh, in order to keep Philip Rivers have, happy um, and uh, find a fan base that is, you know, conducive and in an in a area that's conducive to strong football ties and values, you can't get any better than in the South. And that's true. I I, I think the, the players in the South or, or football in the South is king. It is king. And to have a team in Alabama other than the Crimson Tide or the Auburn, uh, uh, what is Auburn? I forgot what, the, what Auburn are. What is Auburn? Oh, the 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 eagle, the uh, war eagle, other than Auburn, um, it, it's crazy. 
and I see that we lost Jerry for a hot second, but I brought him back in. Uh, I think his phone had issues, too. So it's not just my microphone having issues. Oh, it looked like my, like my my network or something. I don't know, my internet connection for some reason. I don't know what happened. don't know what it's happened. It's all right. But I was, just, I was talking about how, uh, you know, Alabama and the South, to be more specific, um, is a very conducive place to have a football team because Alabama is full of football history and and stuff like that. But uh, the thought was, since Philip is from a place, I believe Philip's from uh, a small place in Alabama, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but to keep him happy and stuff like that, and the movement uh, to to go from San Diego to Alabama, I don't know how real it is. But it, it, honestly, I'll be honest with you, that would make sense. But you're transplanting from the from the West Coast to the East Coast, but to move him or move them to Alabama, where football is king, for real, I think that would be a decent move. Now, could Alabama support uh, uh, an NFL franchise? along with the colleges, it's not a, a very wealthy state at all. Um, but it's possible. It is possible. Um, your thoughts on that, if the, the rumors are true. I, I I don't know about that one, man. Alabama, going from San Diego to Alabama, I, I, I heard that there's a possibility that if the Raiders don't pan out, as, a, as being a team for Las Vegas that the San Diego Chargers would. But to go to Alabama, um, I don't know about all that. Um, I, I'd be real surprised about that. Do you think – oh, Game of Thrones is on. <laughs> but I got to talk to you. So I got 30 minutes to talk to you and I'm watching Game of Thrones and I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> um, but do you think – Having Oakland move to Las Vegas presents a uh, conflict of interest in the in the uh, sports betting industry. Uh, well, that's the thing that the NFL has been wrestling with because the fact is, Las Vegas, what what Las Vegas is, but um, supposedly from what I've been reading, and is that the uh, NFL is softening its stance on that. And, uh, I mean, there's so much gambling going on anyway, including DraftKings and FanDuel, which is uh, um, which is sponsored uh, partly by the NFL. So uh, I think that if, uh, if there was a possibility that Las Vegas was a viable um, location for the Raiders, uh, I, I, Jerry Jones has already come out this past week and say, saying in so many words that it would be strongly considered uh, for the Chargers, I mean, not the Chargers, for the uh, Raiders to move from Oakland to uh, Las Vegas if uh, uh, if, it, if, if uh, the two parties, meaning the uh, Raiders and the City of Las Vegas can come to uh, an agreement on the money being spent. I think the NFL would contribute about 200 to 300 million somewhere in there. 
So the difference between what the Chargers have wanted to put up, which is, I mean, not the Chargers. So I keep on saying the Chargers. The Raiders, um, $500 million, and what the city uh, said they would put up um, went naturally – Two fifty. I'm saying two fifty. It could be more. It could be less. Two fifty that the the NFL wants to put up. Uh, seven uh, five hundred, which is uh, from the Raiders. That's seven hundred million. Uh, I think it costs over a billion dollars to build a stadium now, especially state of the art um, facilities that they're looking to, to put into uh, the the NFL teams. So the the city would have to come up with the difference. Um, and if, uh, if if it's a Serious look that the Raiders are are going to L.A. I mean, they're going to Las Vegas. Then uh, I, I can see that the NFL would uh, accommodate um, the Raiders and and give them permission, so to speak, to make their new home in uh, Las Vegas. Now, you brought up DraftKings and FanDuel, which also sponsor both this program and. Uh, the crew show, as you want to call it now, uh, as well as the master plan. Um, we're going to start dabbling into that a little more uh, as the NFL season comes about because we're going to update our website and add uh, our new settings and our new um, rankings in the month of June. So don't forget about that, JT. Coming up, we're going to break down the uh, AFC South June, and for those that didn't know, JT's birthday birthday Mayo, and uh, I don't believe I was here to, to wish him a happy birthday. You called me on my did, birthday, I'm man. but I'm saying on the show, on the show. Oh, okay. You never show so up on I my went, show, though. Dude, I showed up on your show the other day. <laughs> I know you. I did show up on your show <laughs> last week. I know that. I just busting your chops. Come on, man. Where's your sense of humor at? You 62-year-old garbage man. No, were you 61 or 62? That's how much you care, my man. That's all right. I'm 62. I told you it was 62. I knew. I was trying to make you younger than what you were. I am younger Uh, than what I am. It's okay. It's all right. Because I hit 40 on Wednesday. So I'm coming with you, brother. But um, we are a, a... unique group and uh I I transitioned from that NFL action to our age because I want to talk about uh the the age of the players in the NFL. I just got my ESPN the magazine um which is like a month old uh with Carson Wentz on the cover talking about is he worth $20 million because that's how much, you know, it would be more than $20 million. I believe he signed for like, um, what, $26 million in Philly because uh, uh, the number one pick didn't even sign his contract yet. But it's all a matter of um, slotting because if Carson got 26, that means Geoff should get, around $30 million as the number one overall pick. But these young guys coming out of college, you know, making millions and millions of dollars right now and having tons and tons of responsibility, are they ready 
for what's coming down the pike. Do you see this year's crop of players being mature enough? Now, I'm going to tell you, I saw um, the height on the Redskins pick from TCU. That kid is tall. You know, 6'4", 6'5", or 6'6", whatever it is, he's a tall drink of water. And, you know, I have I have a soldier. One of my one of my guys is um, about six four. So I can imagine how this big speedy target is gonna help the Redskins. Um but are they mature enough is my question. You know, Zeke sleeping around with young people getting caught on Snapchat, um old boy uh, having videos pop up on him during the draft. What what is your thought process on this year's uh, draft class and the age group of, of some of these players? Are they mature enough to make it in the league, make an impact on the league right now, and keep their personal lives in check off the field, unlike Johnny Menzel? I think they um, – tell you the truth, I think they are. Um, not quite naturally. I'm not saying 100, but I think they are, are um, a little – a little bit more smarter. I would think they would be a little bit more smarter outside of uh, what happened to Tunsell during the draft about trying to keep their brand clean. Let me put it that way. Playing playing football the way they're supposed to play football. They know they, they got to work hard because that's the money ticket. You, you don't work hard and, and play hard, then uh, that money is not going to flow in and you're out on the street. And I think from what I've seen uh, that it looks like, especially high-profile high, high ones, and I can't say for all of them because I haven't seen all of them, but it looks like the the parents that are behind them keep them grounded. Let me put it that way. Uh, and and um, give them a little bit uh, more knowledge, and a little bit smarter um, in – Taking this big step from being a college uh, uh, college player to a, a professional NFL player, uh, quite naturally, some of these guys have not seen the type of money that is going to get thrown to them, have not seen the type of uh, situations that are going to happen um, that are going to, they're, they're going to get thrown in their face, and, and you know what I'm alluding to. Um, it's just a matter oh, of how yeah. you handle. Matter how you handle it, because they're going to come, it's going to come hot and heavy, and if you're not ready for it, uh, you can get caught up real quick. Uh, and it's, there's multitudes of players um, in the past that have got sucked down that hole um, that these guys can look back and see that. Well, if I put myself in that situation, I'm going to get sucked down in that hole. And once you get sucked down in the hole and get a reputation. It's very hard to break it, and you know, just like most of these guys that are veterans in the NFL, there's a lot of politics in the NFL. Uh, and if you get a um, look at Johnny Manziel, I mean, he he brought it on himself. But you get a rep, and no one going to want want to have anything to do with you, especially when there's so much talent out there. There's so much talent out there. And that they can just push you off to the side and be the next man up, plain and simple, next man up. Well, and it, and it, even uh, more now, Vic, 
even more now, even though you may be a star, but the scrutiny that they they get from the general public, that star can be dim, dim real quick if you don't come right, um, regardless of what kind of uh, star status you have. Um, there's a lot of money that that's uh, uh, involved in the NFL and green, green, green talks. Well, I agree with you, and I, I was thinking as you were talking, and I was thinking as an agent, and I was saying to myself, let's say one of my boys, one of my boys gets to the NFL, gets to the NBA or Major League Baseball. All the money that the players get mm-hmm. from the owners and the organizations are minuscule to the amounts of money they make off the field, off the court, off the uh, diamond. Let's look at Michael Jordan or the owner of the uh, Carolina Panthers. Now, the owner of the Carolina Panthers is a former player in the NFL who invests his money wisely in oil and stuff like that, became very rich. Michael Jordan gambled a lot of money away, mm-hmm. but he found investors and other people, and he owns the Charlotte Hornets, who he says, and this isn't no joke, uh, that he's going to move the team out of Charlotte. If yeah, I heard the that. Refer- yep. If the referendum is not, or the law, not referendum, if the law is not changed back, uh, to see to a uh, you know let people go to the restroom where you know there's gender friendly or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but his investments, after making tons and tons of mistakes, and support he got from Nike, Gatorade, and all these other places, have has made him wealthy. This year, the draft saw a ton of players that weren't bona fide superstars but will be hard, dedicating workers mm-hmm. who can turn their brand, as you put it, or their names into multi-million dollars outside of the NFL. If they keep right. And I say that because you don't normally think of a defensive player as the person that is going to be you know, uh, the smart guy. You normally think a defensive player is the one that's going to uh, have a lot of head issues and and uh, just be a savage and not smart with money. I, and I disagree, especially with this year's group of people. Um, Gatorade's looking for a new person. Peyton's gone. He's gone. Who who did they have lined up? It was Andrew Luck, but Andrew Luck had a terrible year. Greek yogurt, I forget the name of the company, but they were using Cam Newton and John Stamos. Not John Stamos. Yeah, John Stamos for for a few uh commercials, but I don't think Cam's gonna be there. Much longer anyway. But how do you capitalize on the seven to ten years a fleeting thing by keeping your name clean and performing well at your sport. 
So I was saying to myself, thinking about my boys, how I would tell these young kids about the NFL and life after. Yeah, you have Chris Carter come to the symposium. You have all the Warren Saps and all those other guys that had major issues but were success stories in the NFL. But I would also place pictures of all these people that made tons and tons of money outside of the game in front of these young guys and say, look, who are look at all these people, how much money they made outside of the game. Yeah, they're white. That has nothing to do with it. Their color has nothing to do with it. They made tons and tons of money because they decided to have a quote unquote clean cut image. And when you have that image and you're successful Business is more than willing and able to invest tons and tons of money in you. So I tell these people, these young players, how do I make you successful? Very simple. You keep your nose clean. And I will work my darndest to build um, a portfolio to shop you to these outside organizations so that you can make money hand over fist versus what you do at your given sport. It has to come down to, in my opinion, when you're talking to these players, it has to come down to, are you in this for a temporary fix? Meaning, Temporarily get your mom out the out the hood. Temporarily uh, make this, that, and the third uh, sacrifice so that they can have the cars, the trips, the vacations, whatever. Or are you in this for a lifestyle change? I mean, I'm going to make another analogy here. So I look at the way I am now versus what I was um, maybe 10, 15 years ago, right? When I was 25. When I was 25, you know, I was straight business. You know, I was a, a, a viral athlete who could do pretty much anything, you know, but I wanted to do business. So I put my mind to that. Ended up getting married. At 27, though, you know, having my first kid, uh, my stepdaughter and all that. But I was on a path of unmitigated success financially. I chose my family over that, which is fine because I still found success or success still found me because I kept my head on straight. And I didn't wild out like some of these other young people in my career field have done. But I look at these athletes and I say, Johnny Manziel, how stupid are you? I know you come from money. I know your families are lawyers. But that doesn't mean you can act stupid and get away with it, regardless of your talent. Josh Gordon, 
Come on, dude. All this talent, all this people investing in you, and yet you continually decide to go smoke weed or decide to to break whatever substance abuse policy that the NFL set in front of you in order for you to get back in the league. Never mind getting back in the league. You could have had endorsements, as good of a talent he is. So when these young kids come into this league or into any league and decide they want to, you know, have all the women or get sucked in the hole, as you said, Jerry, I ask them, are you doing this for a fleeting moment? Or are you doing this to uh, uh, make a lifestyle change? That doesn't mean you got to be Republican. That doesn't mean you got to be Democrat. What it means is, do you want your family and your future family to go back to where you were because you can control your urges and your and stuff like that. So, you have something you want to say real quick? No, I said we, you you have to be smart. And a lot of these guys don't do don't aren't, I would say smart, but don't make smart decisions. <clears throat> well, I mean that's what I'm saying. Smart decisions are. Or what? What do you mean smart decisions? I mean, hanging around with the right people, uh, knowing that some people you have to let go because of uh, uh, where you're at in life, um, and uh, not being being put in situations either from some people or putting yourself in a situation that is going to hurt your your career your professional career, um, big time. Not talking about a couple thousand dollars. Not calling about ten to ten to twenty thousand dollars. I'm talking about millions of dollars. Life changing uh, econ- um, economics, finance, I should say. So, and it's not just you. It's it's you your your whole family. Life cha- changing finances that you put in jeopardy when you make a dumb mistake or you put yourself into a situation where you shouldn't be. And it could, it could change your whole life. Just like so, black, Justin Blackman, just like, and I'm not saying he's never going to play again, um, but Josh Blackman Gordon. Blackman is never going to play again, dude. Blackman oh, no, no. no, no, I understand that, but I'm, you just, you just, you didn't, didn't listen to what I said. So just like Justin Blackman, and just like, and I'm not going to say he won't play again, Josh Gordon. That's what I'm talking about, Josh Gordon. I know Justin Blackman's history. Just like Johnny Manziel, even though I questioned his ability to play in the NFL anyway, even before he decided to, to play real dumb knucklehead and get in all this trouble, um, I didn't think he was NFL worthy anyway. Just like those, just for example, I'm just putting throwing those guys out because they're, they're on the top of people's heads and more recent. Um, that can make millions of dollars on and off the and making dumb decisions that is not just affecting their life, it's affecting their family's lives also. Well, again, how are you willing to, as a young person, Freshly come out of college, or uh, even the German kid that got drafted, 
are you ready and able to take that step to move forward in life? That, you know, everybody says their dream is to play in the NFL or basketball or, or, or MLB. But are you mature enough to take that step and put some people behind you? I mean, that that's the God's honest truth. If you aren't, then you don't belong there. People take chances on young folks because they can make money off of them. And then he, it's like the song. They use you to, they can't use you no more. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it, it, it's tough. It's tough. But these kids got to make a decision. They really do. Six minutes left of the live show. Just wanted to say um, happy belated birthday, my brother. Uh, John Snow has risen. He's about to make these dudes <laughs> hang. Uh, and I'm very happy for it. And that the the Red Witch, she owed his dirt, but it is what it is. Yeah, well, you wait and see because you it's uh I I don't know how far you got into it. Oh, you about halfway through it. It started at uh, two o'clock, two o'clock my time, uh, two o'clock your time too, right? One o'clock, nah, whatever three it is. O'clock. Three, three o'clock. o'clock. So, so, so you're about halfway into it right now, right? Yeah, halfway into it. They just hung everybody. Okay. And they deserved it. Okay. But uh, Watch yeah, when next. she took that necklace off, I was Watch like, ugh. Watch what comes next. Well, I will. I will. He just chopped the, the sword. I know they just found the the, uh, the little boy and the the crazy chick. Just watch what comes next. Well, I'm about to get you off the phone with you so I can. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you you're watching. You can see what's going, what's happening. Um, if if you're with the uh, the episode with Jon Snow, then they're gonna they're gonna play that out before they go any further, right? Well, he just gave the. Kings or the Knights watch Jack to uh to uh to his 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 friend. He's about to leave the wall. Yep. I'm out. But <laughs> Yeah, cuz his watch has ended. Uh you 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 sound too surprised about that. Well, I I I guess I did, miss. I guess it came on at 2:30. But uh, hey, from what I understand, he's about to go find his his sister and everybody else. Who knows? But we'll see. Who knows what he's going to do? He's got a he's got a whole different he's got a whole basically a whole different mindset. I think now, now that he's come back from the dead, and his mindset is what because you know his 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 wife is. That, that you don't know. He, he he's got he you know he's he's come back from the dead and he saw nothing. If you watched the the, the previous when uh, they talked about him, he saw nothing in the afterlife, nothing. So what's that tell you? Now now he's yeah. got a lot of questions. He's got a lot of questions, man. What 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 is what, what is what? So he's out of the the watch. Now where does he go? What's he do? <clears throat> Knowing that, knowing that the white white walkers are on their way. Well, I think because Sam is going to be a meister, 
So they haven't shown him and, and the baby yet. So I think they're going to show him a little bit. And he's going to probably follow them. Um, he's got to find Sansa. Uh, they just got Recon. Uh, and the other little brother's up with the with the animal, not the animals, the uh, forest, about to become like the great god of all the animals. The sister just got her sight back after drinking the water. And uh, we'll see. We'll see, brother. Anyway. We got to get ready to get out of here, too. Okay. Tune in tomorrow. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be talking about um, some more uh, MLB. I talked about MLB uh, last week. I'll talk about it again. Uh, That's going to be an ongoing theme for uh, the rest of the MLB season. I'm talking about the NBA playoffs and also talking about uh, some NFL. Um, Excuse me? You're also going to talk about how you're getting your butt whooped versus me and oh, how hey, you I, you stand I, no chance whatsoever of beating me I, this week. I, 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 talk, I have no chance of beating you, Victor. Okay? Does that make you happy? Because I, 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 I already came to the conclusion. If, if you, see, you don't know fantasy baseball that much. Um, yeah, I do. If you, if, 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 you, if you are down like this or if you – need to come back more than half of your opponent. So if he if he's up to you 12 to 6, I think I did it two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, that I was down 12 to 6, 13 to 7, something like that, and came back and beat him. That's very rare. But if you're only half of an opponent going into the weekend, cancel that baby out because that's not happening. So, well, well, you're less, you're, you're like, one nineteen, one twentieth. Okay. okay. Just, I, how many times you going to? I'm telling you that <laughs> I'm beat already. I know that, but I'm just okay. going to. I'm going to get at least five to six of these categories before I I go out. Before anyway. I go out, five to six, five to six. All right, Willie Lump Lump. Right now it's fifteen to two. Okay. With uh, that means three categories are tied. Three yes. categories right now are tied. I'm saying I can pick up those three categories and get possibly one or two more. That would bring me to five or six. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, okay. Well, I'm. I'm uh, that's why you stink at fantasy baseball, and that's why I do a lot better. Well, uh, unfortunately, we're not gonna talk about who who stinks Unfortunately. Now. You are doing a little bit better this week. A little, a little bit. A, a little, little bit, bit better. A little, a bit, little bit. You know, you know what I always say? Every now and then, a squirrel finds a nut. Ah, here we go. Here you, we you go. Rock, and you are rocking J Squirrel this week. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to let everybody know. I got to let everybody know, uh, especially you, JT. Um, What's that? Memorial Day weekend. Um, okay. I'll be... In the land of the Great Wall. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you you going to talk to your boy? That, that, huh? Talk to the emperor? <laughs> I, I might, if they let me. <laughs> I ain't going to let you anywhere close to him. <laughs> I'll bring you some jade back or whatever. But uh, I'll be in the land what? of the Great Wall. Jade. Okay. okay. Uh, All right. Or, or some of the finest silks that China has to offer. 
but uh, I will be I will not be here on the twenty eighth for the show. Uh, okay. If you choose to to run it, that'll be awesome. If not, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Next mm-hmm. week, enjoy your birthday too, uh, man. If I don't talk to you, thank you. I appreciate it. I I, I gotta work, dude. Eighteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. I gotta work though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, being a boss is is never easy, especially when half your folks are out. Yeah, Pay I know. It costs to be the boss. Cost to be the boss. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, just want to let everybody know that it's okay if you don't want to tune into Jerry's babble. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> but he's 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 gonna rebrand. You know, my baby. My no, second no, no. baby, I should say. No, it's my no, second no. Baby. It is hey, my man, second I started, baby. I started. I made the suggestion to start it about four or five no, years ago. Yes, you I did. I, I asked you guys to do it. No, no. I thought I, I thought I said I, I would do it. No, nope. I thought I said nope. I, I wanted to start. Okay, whatever. No, you said you wanted to start the master plan. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So you know. So I just yeah. Change it to the crew. I mean, you know, it's, it's no. It's still the crew. It's not like it's, it's, it's the gone. FSP. Uh, you know, you are such a whiny. You know, <laughs> you know. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Does that mean that much to you? Well, is that, that it's not that so much. It, it's not so much that it's not so much that I'm I'm not gonna I'm not willing to concede to it, but it 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 does hurt me a little bit. It it does. Oh, okay, then it, that's it, the case. It, it, it's no big deal because I, 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 let me put it this way. I shouldn't say it's no big deal because obviously it is to you. Um, so I, I just, just, just putting it out there. And if it's, if it's, if it's like that, no problem. I can keep it. FS is still the same show. It's just a different name. But I mean, we can keep the FSP crew show. That's no, no problem. I named it. I named it. So it Actually, is what it is. we named it. Black, black oh. named it. Yeah, yeah. Give 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 him credit. You sure about that? Yeah, I think he did because I I recall we were on air and we were trying to figure out the name of it, and uh, and he was like FSP Crew Show. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that. So it's well, been, whatever it's been case so, may be. I mean, we, it, it's close to the anniversary of it, isn't it? I forget when it started. It started around this time, didn't it? In May. I know it started in May. Um, bruh. I don't recall. I think we just passed the anniversary. You know what? I think it started on Memorial Weekend, if I'm not mistaken. That's that's quite possible. I I think it started Thursday Thursday before Memorial Weekend, if if I'm not mistaken. I, I have to go back into the annals and see exactly when it started. I'll probably give people an answer, uh, uh, we're on, in fact, the cruise show was on hiatus until the Thursday before the um, uh, Memorial Day weekend. So, uh, why was going next, on? Well, I got things some going on. So, rather than okay. try to cram, cram it in, I'll, I'll uh, wait until Memorial Day third before Memorial Day, which is Thursday before that, which is the I forget twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, I thought it was the twenty sixth. It's when the next show is. So, yeah. 
Okay. Well, right. you do you. You do you, boo boo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're All right. Guy. Tell, tell tell Victoria she ain't want me to come through this phone, but it's all yeah. good. She she was she was about to, she was about to come through to South Korea for you. <laughs> tell her tell her come get me. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> quick she got story, to man. Her quick baby story. brother. Quick, quick yeah, quick story. Uh, when I was playing basketball in high school, uh, we had a teacher um, student uh, game. Um, it was a teacher student game. I go up for a layup. One of my teachers decided to lay me out. Uh, in fact, I hurt my shoulder on that and, and lay me out. My my sister came out of the stands to go after the teacher. Thug <laughs> passion. Jeez, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Her little baby bro Him him, her himself Little baby Little baby Wait I mean You you know why I know why the teacher went after you I know why the teacher went You want to know why Why I'm going to tell you why Why Because you know He figured You were an adult already Because you didn't grow anymore So you already had a beard and a mustache That's one of my colleagues You are a funny guy <laughs> you are, you are a funny guy. <laughs> you know, he just thought you was like the the, the dwarf. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, uh, "I talk so much smack," and I and I've I've been like that, I for, forever, forever. I can't even oh, remember I when, I, when I. Yeah. So. I know when you weren't, and I blame myself. You no, weren't. You don't know when, when you were when you were oh. shy to come on the radio. Yeah, That's when you, you weren't. Were. You right. Well, I know I was, but I but I didn't show my show my true self for a while. So let me put it that way. I know we didn't see your true colors shining through. <laughs> yeah. We didn't see them. That's funny. But it's all good. <laughs> all right, brother. Talk to you uh, later, I man. Thank Take everybody care. listening from the show. Uh, Jerry and and I are are off. Uh, to do our respective things. I'm going to the casino when I wake up. And, uh, oh, yeah. Blackjack is very, very, very good to me. Very, okay. very good to me. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do that. And uh, then I'm going to go to a baseball game. So oh, take my boys okay. to a baseball game. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Fun field day. Yeah, man. But uh, everybody, thanks for listening to the show. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Hopefully you, you learned something. Um, and uh, tell a friend. Come on back now, you hear? Yeah, Tomorrow yeah. morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard yeah. Time. It's the master plan. Yep. JT's going to exalt my brilliance versus him in yeah. fantasy baseball. Um, surprised he didn't talk boxing, uh, but you never know. I'm starting to get nauseous. Hey, brother, suck it up. Stop being such an old wimp. Uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about you. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. We will catch you guys uh, next weekend. Yep. Enjoy yep. yourselves. Have have a good weekend. And uh, I ain't did this in a while. JT, what's that? You've been listening to. There you go. I told you that's my brother. He knew what I was asking for. Thank you very much, JT. We out. 
Oh man, I missed the button. You wanna talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live, you know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We talking fantasy, sports, and politics. Fantasy, sports. 